Dude, we're live. Are we are live right now? We are so live. We're all dead. the way live. Live on stage. Da, 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 da. Ladies and gentlemen, pre-recorded live from the heart of Connecticut in association with California IA. California IA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What how did when when you got to California after you moved yes. out of Pennsylvania? Me? When you were Amish. Oh. Those days. See, you're digging that's a deep cut. I don't, I don't talk about that all that much. My Amish, you know, my Amish roots. It's, I don't know. It's a bit personal. It's a deep cut. But if you want to, you want to get into it. I'm, all right. I'm willing to open. I'm willing to open up. How was it working on the factory making those heaters? It was, you know, it was all right. I was young. I was only like three, and I don't, I don't have like the most distinct memories of that time. But it was hard work. It was hot work. You know, where our faith doesn't allow us to have air conditioning or to use the heaters. As a, as a matter of fact, so you have no a lot clue of the times if it works. The, what was that? Well, you have no clue if they work because you don't allow electricity either. That's a hard part too because we have no kind of you know quality control. We just make them, send them out. We get we got a lot of returns. I'll tell you that a lot. I of bet it. you did. And, and the part of it too was we know not about the electronics of the English world, so we were just right. stick, sticking cords in there, hoping you know something would work, hoping for the best. So you moved from Pennsylvania to California, eh? I, we did. And, and it, it, and it took forever. I just want to say that because we had one of those wagons and yeah. just, it was pretty harsh, man. It was like that game Oregon Trail, but like in, in real life, it was, it was something. How was it, uh, how, what was the fastest that thing would go? Not very fast. You would think that with a horse that you're going to be going like 10, 15, 20 miles an hour, but it's more like five. It's just the kind of. At a trotting pace. And I myself felt bad for the cars that were behind us. It was quite <laughs> quite a log jam at points. But we pay taxes on the road. We have the same rights as anyone. You do. You have exactly the same rights. Mm-hmm. Um, now now that you're in California and you're settled, yes. and I'm sure mm-hmm. that you've updated a little bit, do you still use hand signals when you're driving? Occasionally. Occasionally, but... The old we, Amish ways come back. We develop well. I, this might qualify as like a hand signal. We we have signs, like little signs, like when people are doing like semaphore, like flags. We wave flags out the window right. to signal. You know, if we're going to be turning left, we'll put it this way. Like maybe up if we're going to be going up. It's it's an elaborate system, but it's been working for us for generations. What do you think of the song Amish Paradise by Weird Al Yankovic? Is it pretty accurate? I've never heard it. Really? We don't we don't listen to the English radio. We what? have Amish radio stations that we listen to, and that's never that's never been a hit. As a matter of fact, the Amish radio is just sort of kind of like a box. It's like a wooden box that sometimes someone will dip behind and sing through. But, you know, we're just happy to have that. And now it's time for Pretentious Podcast with Brian and Zerbinator. If I'm this far away, can you hear me all right? I hear you better this time, I when think, because you are closer. Like right now? Are you sitting? Yeah. Are you? Were you sitting back? I was sitting back. Yeah. Can you pull the mic? Do you have a scissors arm? No, it's just sitting on the desk. Should I get one? Yeah, I should, huh? If I were to have one, it would have to be made of twigs, twigs tied together with twine. Because Can't of the twine. Amishness. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, you were mentioning earlier something about uh, having webbed feet in your family. Well, this is something I don't like to talk about a lot because it's a bit of a personal medical issue, but um, I'll tell you anyway because it's super gross. My wife, the old wife, actually has two a degree webbed feet. If you just like if you take your palm and you hold it 
you know, yeah. upright. So you're looking down on it. And she has sort of, you know, web-like tissue up to maybe the second ridge on your pinky, which wow. is she's fairly far. She's like she's like Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Wow. I, everyone's what I'll expect to see gills, but I, so I don't dig that deep. Goody Robots is a good uh, fisherwoman. She's a good swimmer. Yeah. We don't... Neither of us really like enjoy the uh, the taste of seafood that much. Like maybe like a nice, like a white fish, like you know a uh, like a fish and chips. But nice. All right. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Pretentious podcast number eleven. Number eleven, including me and the Z with the B and the roboticist. I see robots from the greatest podcast in the world. The Twins right. Support. The two mm-hmm. two of the best podcasters together to make one giant colossal cast. Probably number one and number four. I think you could. I'm one. <laughs> and then you got like you got Doug McCoy number two, and then you got like I don't know Gino Vega number three. You're mm. number four, Ferg. Then Ferg and uh, what would know. I be? What number? I think you were four. Oh, no, we just we decided you were four. Oh, Ferg and I together is four. So Ferg by no, himself is Ferg. Five. Ferg was third, and you were four. Oh. When you're working together, it's mm, all right. No, it's good. It's fine. I'm sorry. Look, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Ferg's really carrying that show. I think. So opening gap. How you doing, my brother? It's good to see you. I'm I'm doing all right. I've had uh, had a bit of a cold, so you might hear me. Sniffling, you know, I'm gonna be snuffling through the show, but I think we're good to go. I don't. I've been doing the same thing. I've been sniffing, coughing, sneezing, hiccuping, Do you burping, hiccup a lot? farting. Yeah, pull my finger and I start hiccuping for some reason. Hiccups are the worst. I had hiccups like two days ago, and I can't remember the last time, like before. Yeah, that I had hiccups, and it's the worst. I don't know how. Um, I, I don't know, know how, how to do. stop when I start. What I try to do is, like, I try to, uh, you sort of have to suppress the hiccup, like, as long as you can. And I find, like, if you can suppress it long enough, it just kind of goes away on its own. You kind of have to just sort of control your breath and control your breathing so that it, uh, it stays, it stays down. You really have to focus. Doesn't on, work. Like, Doesn't work just, for me. Just push it down. You just push it down. Well, I have repressed memories from my childhood, but uh, that's a whole different story. But trying to push down a hiccup just won't happen and i end up like holding my breath and all of a sudden i'll hiccup and almost pass out because of the fact that i've held my breath for so long and then all of a sudden air came in and i get all lightheaded and pass out and then i find out that i've been hiccuping the whole entire time i've been passed out (laughs) and then i'll wake up and i'll be like out of breath because i've been hiccuping and i go to get something to drink and then spills all over the place because i hiccup again and you know what it takes for me to stop hiccuping is someone has to scare the living crap out of me. Does that work for you? That's it absolutely so does. It really does. Someone has to really scare me. I have to look at somebody who's unpleasant. And just lose it. And lose it. Or uh, maybe th- make myself believe I'm going to throw myself off of the, you know, the balcony. That would helps. that do it? You think that would? That would sometimes end it for I you? I think maybe I'm going to do it this time, and that's when the mm-hmm. hiccup stops. That's when I try not to throw myself. Sometimes it's hard not to. I'll even when hang sometimes off the you're, balcony. Sometimes. You're just up there, you're just looking off, and you're just like, you know, it'd just be so easy. Mm-hmm. So easy to just end it all today and not have any of these worries. But you know, you got a soldier on. 
You do have to soldier on. I've walked mm-hmm. out into the middle of the lake with bubbles coming up, and then at the very last second, swam up to the top. How deep is good old Lake Bizak at its deepest point, you think? Bizak is uh, 30, 30 feet. Is it really? Yes, 30 feet deep at its deepest point here. There was rumor, there was pray tell rumor uh, of a underwater area where you can swim in this cavern all the way across to Lake Black Lake, which is across on the other Black side Lake. of the mountain. So there's like this underwater cavern where you can swim through it. Have you tried? No, I don't think it exists. I think somebody made it up. Who? Why would you do that, though? Why would you make something like that up? You should, Folklore. You should check it out. Who knows what kind of interesting life could be down there? That could be where Nessie's at. You could see, I don't know, those fish with no eyes. Like those fish with those stalks you know, those, that, that you see with like the eyeball at the end. You could see like crabs. What are those crabs called that uh, haven't evolved in so many years? You know what I'm talking about? Like they're, the ones they're, that like, I got in the 80s? <laughs> those with the pointy tails, those stabby tails. It doesn't matter. And, but I would call those bumpy fish the the... Once it make you itch. Do you ever think that when you're doing that, when you're going, what are those things called? Those stabby crabs that don't evolve? That there's somebody out there listening who's just yelling out the name of that could stupid be. crab, like Alaskan King. Damn it! That yeah. you could hear them like off in the distance, Snow and also crab! like in the past. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Go, go an ape crab, just because uh, they know it and we don't. Well, write in and tell us because we do have an email at instrumentally at gmail dot com. Or, or IC Robots at icrobots.com. IC Robots. You have your own email on your website? I do. I got I got everything. I got email, I got hosting, I got Twitters, I got I got the whole thing. I got everything. Everything. Are you paying for your site? No, I don't. Um it's just it's a Google site with a address to point it that way, but with the address you get the emails. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's all right. I can you if you want one, you could have one. I could give you Zerb at icrobots.com and then you could you then could feel like to, you're somebody. And I love you for the offer, but mm-hmm. then I'd have to change all my business cards. You have to take it, I think, because people like once people hear this, once it hits the IC Robots feed, people are going to start flooding you with you know, requests for like autograph signings, requests for like just you name it. So, I probably do have to set it up just wow. Mm-hmm. It's the power. It's the power, <laughs> it. power of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been well like you. I've been sick. Uh, um, what kind of sick? Mentally sick? Homesick. Just a little down? Homesick a little bit. Um, and I'm already Sweet Hope, Virginia, I guess. Is that where you're from? I'm you're from, from Washington, Vir- D.C.? Washington, from- D.C. area. Within five minutes of Washington, D.C. The house that I grew up in, from the mm-hmm. upper window, you could see D.C. Gross. That's how far away... We were from it, but what you would see in D.C., we could see the monument, and then if you looked, you know, hard enough in the the smoke and mist of the seventies, you could possibly see the Capitol way behind it. But, really? But yeah, but you'd have to use binoculars to see it. But uh, or that you, telescope right behind you. Yeah, the, I wish I had it back then. But uh, you could look right into the White House window. You could see what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> I see the sniper's uh, sight right on my face. Um, <laughs> The and I miss that view. I don't miss living in that area. There's a, there's talk about pretentious. There are people I do not miss. The neighborhood I bet, man, was so in, snotty. 
and everybody's just so pompous, and they're so much better than us. How about Connecticut people? How do they rate on the uh, pomposity meter? Everybody in Connecticut, and I'm talking everybody, you go to the richest person in Connecticut, and and Connecticuts will disagree, nutmeggers will disagree with me on this. But I personally, living here four years, have never seen a change in what I'm about to say. Okay. You go to the richest Connecticut person, and you sit down with him at a bus stop and talk to a bum. He's so rich. Why is he taking the bus? Exactly. A bum right next to you on the other side. You bring him with you. um, Force him to come with you. And you sit down and talk with a bum, and I guarantee you'll get an hour's conversation, and everybody will agree at the end of whatever that topic was. I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but when you're describing Connecticut in that manner, it makes me think that the richest person there must not be that rich because he's sitting on a bus, a bus bench next to a bum, and he has an hour to sit there and talk with this guy, doesn't he? No, they, they love talking up here, and everybody it's, will talk to each other just like they've known you their whole lives. Perfect, yeah. What's that? It's the perfect place for you. You, you love, love jibber jabbing. So I, I am a jibber jab. As Ferg you would strike say, me as the kind of guy who jibber jabs with people in public. And very true. I'm very gregarious, as as Ferg calls me. I am the opposite. I don't have anything against anybody, but at the same time, Stay I away. don't. I don't feel the – some people really feel the need for, like, that contact with, you know, people when they're out and about. They just, you know, they need to feel the human condition. I, I'm i not going to say I don't give a flip about other people, but at the same time, I just – I don't – Shock shock. I don't got a lot – I don't have a lot of time for chit-chat, like – What's the word for small talk? I'm yeah, not like a small talk kind of guy. I I don't small talk. I get deep into the issues. Like some people have the need for that, you know, that human contact. They like the small talk. And that's great. You know, if you need that and, you know, that's awesome for you. But I don't I don't need it. And when people are like trying to get that from me, it drains it, it just it drains me. It drains me to have to be like, yeah, you know, that's you get like uh, it is warm out today. Jack Nicholson doing uh, as good as it gets, and he just goes, you know, I can't do this anymore, and just put your hand up and say, you know, this is so exhausting. Why am I talking to you? Do you do that? I'm very polite about it. I don't, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm willing. I'm willing to, you know, if, they, if that's what somebody needs, I'm willing to help them out to a degree. I don't, I don't shun like, them. You're not a shunner. I don't shun them, but I do do my best to like keep the conversation to a minimum i don't you know like when you're you're conversating back and forth somebody has to like advance it and when it comes to like my turn to advance it i just kind of piddle out i I piddle out (laughs) yeah that's just me that's just me i don't think i don't think it's anything wrong with you there's nothing wrong with me i just i don't you know what else i find (laughs) what's that that? (laughs) another thing that i find is that like doing this and doing the stupid Toys R Us report, yeah. I, that I get a lot of like the need for idle chit chat out. I'll just be like, I was just in a room by myself <laughs> chit chatting for is. an hour and a half. I don't have a lot of time to like chit chat with you. I don't. No more. No more talking is necessary. So this I, is. The... I just spend an hour talking to myself. All right. Should... I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> Should I change the pretentious podcast name to Idle Chit Chat? You could. The Idle Chit Chat Show. I, I bought the pretentious podcast domain name last week, and I don't. I you don't did. Want to... I did not. I should. Oh, you scared me because I have no money to buy it back from you. I really should. And I think that at this point, I don't know, at this point, I have every, I have every right to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it right now. Well, you see. do live in California. I know you have money. 
tons, not don't have any. How do you spell pretentious? P- well, it's right up there at the top of the sheet, not to be rude. Can you hear me typing? I can hear you typing. Are you s- using the proper letters? What does it say? Oh, it's it's not available. Huh. I wonder, I wonder who owns it. I bet you uh, somebody uh, who you're talking to might. I've always been I, I've been of the thought lately that dot orgs might be like a thing. Like pretentious podcast dot org. And there's also I mean there's tons dot me dot be dot tv dot blah, 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 I only blah, go for, for the big ones. I want like dot coms, I want dot orgs. Maybe like a net, but these other these new ones, I don't they don't have the they don't have the gravitas of the uh, of the dot com. Do you own any dot coms? Who's a net? Um no I don't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I would always do WordPress. I don't believe in spending money on this. If I did, no, really. then then I would want it back. I have icyrobots.com. I have uh, the greatest podcast in the world.com. I have. <laughs> do you? Yeah. That's and great. then I have virtualdirtmall.com. Wow. That's my, my eBay stuff is there. And then I have. Um, oh, offbeatshenanigans.com. I own that one too, but I don't. Huh. I was thinking about purchasing .com.com, a show about predictability and uh, redundancy. Yeah. You have a lot of music floating around that you don't use for stuff. Actually, it's funny you ask. Yes. I have right now, and I'm going to brag a little bit because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, let me open Send up. Me everything you have. Oh, gosh. Need. You don't have room on your computer. I do. You'll need so many terabytes of space. I got like a thousand. Terabytes? Yeah. That would be a trigabyte, I think, right? I have it. That's what I got. It's like on a flash drive. It's pretty big, though. I have written. It's right now. It's it's adding up. I have Let's written start. over five thousand songs. I have fifty nine gigabytes of music of my own. How, how many songs did you say? Five thousand. There's five thousand in the computer. There's two boxes of cassette tapes from yes. the days I could not put it in the computer. So those have to be gone through. There's boxes of unmarked cassette tapes. The ones upstairs are 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 marked there's boxes of just you know blank looking tapes but they're all filled to the gill of music from that you don't label your tapes uh back then i stopped labeling because i was writing faster than i can keep track i would do probably anywhere from three to five songs a day because i wasn't working and uh and that was pre finding out if i had the ms or not so Mm -hmm. it's like i couldn't walk or hardly talk but i sure as how old were you when you found out uh, about the MS, 20, mm-hmm. 2004, uh, 2005-ish. 13 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, that was when I was diagnosed, but uh, mm-hmm. symptoms go back as far as 1981. That's too bad. Yeah. But music was never a problem, so I've always written music, and I'm very proud of that. Good for you. I don't know how to write music. I like to foodle around with, you like, drum write. loops and shit like that, but I don't know <gasps> how to, like... Oh, we're re- we're recording. Yeah, I'll take that all over again. Okay, go. for You it. know, I, I like to foodle around with like drum loops and stuff, and I like you know I like to like take pieces out of like existing songs, but I don't I don't have any like ability to like write original music. I can't read music. Didn't you? you know, I, I can't have... read either. I don't Ooh. bother. It's all by ear. But don't you? You written music for your show and whatnot. I Google around and foodle around, like just you know, I take loops. I am like a, I am like a '90s, '80s style like sampling. 
sort of producer. That to me is uh, can be creative enough to call yourself a musician because you are learning. You know how to put all that together in a musical fashion. I wouldn't say that. I think I'm just sort of you know, I'm just messing about. But you know, I appreciate that. It's- I I agree that you are a good musician. I've heard some of your stuff, even messing around. You sent me stuff uh-huh. that, that that involved uh, melodic creation. I like to mess around, but it's all just like moving lines of like, you know, wave files back and forth. You know, I wish I could play. That's all it'll ever be. That's all it'll ever be if you look at it like that. But if you look at it as creation and love mm-hmm. for what you do, yeah, listen nice. to me. You're, you're a nice person, Kevin. You don't you don't deserve the life you have you have right now. You're such a nice guy. <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> your, tortured, your tortured existence. <laughs> and now, let's hear some rants from our pants. So you ready for your rants in your pants? I have to go first? Do I have to go first every time? Yeah, you do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Brian, my buddy, mm-hmm. yep. he, he has some ants that are rants in his pants. These are this week. It's these are like minor rants. They're not even. They're don't, not even rants. Don't so much. polish them. Rant, make them jagged. Go for it. What, well, when I think rants, I think like I think like Dennis Leary. You know, like I got that cigarette. I'm wearing like a like a trench coat. I'm just like complaining <laughs> about stuff. But you know what? Like you know what really grinds my gears is um, when people people walk their dogs without a leash. I am like ah an avid dog walker. That's like that's like my thing. I have, right. I got a dog, and she has a lot of energy. I got to take her out once in the morning, and then once again in the evening. Or she gets all she gets all agitated. So I'm out there a lot, I and love it drives me bananas when people take their dogs out without a leash. And it's for so many different reasons, and not even because it's just it's a city ordinance that you have to have a leash on your dog. It's, Absolutely, it's unsafe, and people think they think that they have their dog and that they know their dog and that their dog is so smart. And I do believe they know their dog, and I do believe they know that their dog is smart. But you don't know how you don't know how a dog's going to react in a situation. Like a dog, a dog could hear you know like an explosion, like a backfire, and they could take off, or they could see another animal and they could run toward it. And I find that like I care about my dog, so I want to keep her, you know, I want to keep her on the leash so that if something happens, I can save her. And it's just. It's so weird to me that other people don't, you know, feel the same way. It makes right. me, it makes me feel like they're more interested in. It's almost like showing off, like they're showing off how well con- controlled they I've think they're. I trained dog is. my dog to be perfect. Yeah, I've trained my dog to be perfect, and I think there's no such thing as perfect. It's no. better to be safe, especially it's, with animals. Yeah, I must interject on two things. Number one, you mentioned a loud sound and the dog runs off. That's how I lost. My first dog, which was the most smartest dog I think I've ever known. Her name was Onyx. She was a lab. She was uh, stories of greatness. She used to help an older dog up the steps by putting her shoulder underneath that dog to get the dog to go upstairs at night. Yeah, she was a brilliant dog. She would uh, protect me when I was a kid, like a little baby. And uh, at my, when I was seven years old, there was a loud sound at the lake during a July 4th party, and she ran in the street and got hit because she freaked out at the sound. Um, number two is, uh, uh, in this neighborhood, there's a beautiful dog that walks around. I won't name names because they might be listening, but um, my neighbor was, uh, she was walking, doing jogging and walking in the neighborhood, and the dog mm-hmm. came up and 
bit her right in the, in the side of the face. It no, can happen. No reason whatsoever. The dog is a beautiful dog, a sweet dog, but for some reason didn't like her running, so ran up to her and right in the face. Bow. As much as we love our dogs and as much as we, as much as we believe they're intelligent, you have to remember they are they animals. Are just animals. And I love my dog, and I know <sighs> that she's super smart, but she's an animal, and yeah. she doesn't – they're not capable of understanding, like, what's going on completely around them you know cars and noise and all these things they're just not they're as much as we love them they they don't have the understanding that we do and it's up to us to to protect them be you know, responsible as as they, with your animals as much as they protect us when you know when the time is needed necessary the dog is constantly looking to you for what's going on and if you're too busy with your iphone or you're too busy talking to somebody else the dog is going to be like well i'm on my own here uh should i get that guy yeah and they'll go chasing after, and then you're, like, yelling at her, him, yelling at either. And, and the dog doesn't know why, and, and it's it yeah, When I see people drastic. without the leash, just really gets my goat. I, uh, I like dogs. I love dogs, I guess. And I don't, Big I don't want to see freak. a situation where somebody's dog might get hurt. I want to go, you obviously love your dog. You obviously trained your dog to walk next to you. Why don't you just go the extra, extra mile and go to the Dollar Tree and get a leash you know, exactly, uh, yeah. I agree. That is a perfect rant. Um, do you have you ever confronted anybody about that situation? I have, and unfortunately, the the times that it has happened, it's been like an angry situation. Like, for example, there there's this lady who walks, you know, she walks her dogs without a leash, and her dog, you know, gave my dog the bum rush. I had to like, you know, pick my dog up into my arms, and I'm just like, you know, what are you doing? Like, what do you? Why do you have this wild beast, you know, at yeah. your side with this uncontrollably running around? And it's a, I think it's the kind of thing where if you do approach somebody and try to explain your situation, I just, I think it's the kind of thing where people are set in their ways and they're not going to, they're not going to hear it. No, they're just going to fight with you. That's yeah, when you pick up the dog, you, about, you pick up the dog and throw it in your car and drive away. Because they don't deserve that dog if they're going to fight with you. Oh, you, I, I, I took that to mean like, you know, you just take your dog, no, jump you, in your car. You take their dog. You take their dog. Yeah. If that were the case, I would have so so many dogs. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and people at your window tapping, can I have Fluffy back? What's the most amount of dogs you've ever had at, at once, like owned at once? Just one. Ever, we have two. We've oh. only, at points, we've had three. We had two new, like two uh, and then an aged, an aged dog, but never... Yeah. More than that. I've always wanted a couple dogs. I thought that would be great to come home after a bad day, just lay down, and they're like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I would love that. That would. Be it can great. work or it can not work. Like, the two dogs we have now, they get along great. Like, they're always, like, they sleep piled up together. But we had we had two dogs before that did not get along, and they they would, you know, they were, they were always at each other's throats. You had to keep them separate. They were both just, Different. you know, one dog's like, I'm the dog. Another one's like, no, I'm the dog. And, you know. Almost like a racist rant on each other. It's like, I hate you. You're, yeah. you're a black lab. It's like, oh, I hate you, you golden lab. It's that kind of thing. Oh. Mm. <laughs> well, you think there's racism in the dog world? You think oh, dogs sure. the other dogs? You get, dogs a, you get a like, German Shepherd and an Irish Setter together. You think, like, I am a pureblood, and you, you know, you're a mixed breed. I don't. Yeah. I shan't play with you at the dog park. I wonder. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but I would imagine... If that was the situation, it probably comes from the owners, man. That's, oh, that's, yeah, well, definitely. That's learned behavior. 
Because yeah. if you let dogs out there just by themselves, they'll all get along. But Isn't that if you got weird? a dog, yeah, weird, we weird. should learn something from the dog world. Mm-hmm. We probably could. We probably could. Um, my rant. You ready for mm-hmm. this? Maybe. <sighs> I love the fact that you forced your kid to stand out front with a sign that says first day of school that and you take a picture of it yeah and you put it on facebook that's okay my grand people do my grand yeah my granddaughter jocelyn had a uh a board that says first day of first grade yes uh cute adorable one picture fine my buddy my my buddy dietmar from virginia Dietmar, he's a uh, one of my friends I grew up with. His oh, t- is really cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a sign on the the youngest going to kindergarten. I think it was. Yes. And the oh, the youngest was going to second grade. Excuse me. And the oldest going to eighth grade. Fine. Yeah, I saw that. Fine. Yeah, that's my buddy Dietmar. I love him to death. And I it, and I told them, I said, please stop growing. You're making me feel old because they are growing like. Is that okay. what makes you feel old? Yeah, see, seeing how much time has gone by with the Not young just ones. being old, that isn't it for you? No. I feel like I'm just as old as I was 10 years ago. Isn't that weird? Don't you look at your parents differently now when you see yourself and you go, you know, I feel just like I did when I was 20. Yeah. You know? And then you see your mom and Ed, she's like, got his gray hair and can't walk and uh, the tubes and everything. It just bothers me. Tubes. Um, and then so my my rant tube, is tube this. Tunes. Shout out to Tube Tunes. Hey, TubeTunes.net. Mm-hmm. For all your listening needs. Love that show. But I wonder who has TubeTunes.com. I don't mind. I haven't told you my rant yet. No, I'm listening. Inquisitor. <laughs> this is gold. This is gold. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the rant. Somebody's just sitting on it. No one owns it. 20, owns it. 20 plus pictures of this family that I just wandered across. I, you ever just go on Facebook and you click on people because they're good looking or something stupid? You end up in no. some no. weird... Okay, well, then it's just me. Uh, you end up somewhere. Superficial. <laughs> Look. Talk about pretentious. <laughs> and you end up with some family that you don't know and you're stalking them. And yeah. aside from all that, you get 200 pictures of this family. I don't know if you should be saying this on the air. That's weird, isn't this it? Doesn't, this doesn't sound good for you. <laughs> Let me finish, though. No, seriously, the, the, the pictures, there's like a collection of pictures from one of my family members who, who decided to put up like 10 to 15 pictures of them getting ready for school, going down to the school bus, getting on the school bus and looking at the person taking the picture, the school bus closing, them sitting on the school bus, and the school bus driving away. Now, who are those? Are you sure it wasn't a video? No, it was not a video. <laughs> I swear it wasn't. Here's my rant. Who are those pictures for? You, obviously. The, <laughs> the, They've connected with you in kids. a way. You're talking, you know, you're talking about it, like, to the millions and millions of listeners out there right now. It's obviously, obviously, it's in your heart. But no, the reason I don't like those pictures is mm-hmm. because this poor kid, it, it, the, the, especially the older kid who gets on the bus, 
you know his butt's going to be kicked later on going, Mommy follows you all the way to the school bus and took your pictures. I don't know. That might be old style thinking because I would imagine. I'm an old style guy. Not the only one getting the pictures taken. They probably pick on the kid who doesn't get his picture taken. Oh, like, geez. oh, your, your parent doesn't helicopter around you. Smack, smack, smack. <laughs> helicopter around you. Exactly. It just yeah. didn't make any sense to me. And I don't. And, and it's more for the person taking the picture instead of the poor children. As a memory keepsake, you take one picture for a memory keepsake. That's fine. Taking hundreds of pictures and putting in this whole album of them getting on a bus and going to school. And it's not even their first day of school. It's actually their first day of school this year. This year. So next year comes another set of pictures where the kid's tormented. Mom, your hair's not right. Let me fix your eyebrows. <laughs> and then, you know, put them on the bus. And I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I do not know what that was about. Socks are too tight. From the uh, Van Halen video, back to uh, Hotford Teacher. Uh, but, compression socks. That's what you're trying to say, right? Impre- yeah, compression socks on a little kid is just not a, That's my rant. Don't buy compression socks for your kid when you're taking pictures of them for their first day of school. No? Do you wear compression socks? I actually have. Are they comfortable? They actually made my feet feel much better. Yeah. Than before? Yeah, and it feels like you're being all snuggled. Do you have feet issues? I had uh, plantar fasciitis until I had a cortisone shot, which took it away. I think you, I think you mentioned that before, which is yeah. weird, but it hurts. I can appreciate it. It hurts. Kevin, you're a real forthcoming guy. I am. I like you. You're just out there, man. You're just hanging out there in the wind. I don't even let people know my name, but you're just like t- talking about your corns. As far I, as people know, <laughs> I don't even have feet. You know, like. <laughs> And to top it off, I'm late for work. Can I show you what I do when I do my funky sidewalk? What? You know what that is? As much rap as you listen to, I'll, 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 do, guard. The, I'll do the entire sentence. You don't have to. I'm just kidding. Keep, um, I would love you to. My, <laughs> my corns hurt. To top it off, I'm late for work. Let me show you what I do when I do oh, my funky Oh, that's double side. dutch, but yes! uh-huh. Yeah. Frankie Smith. Apropos, you know what, like, baby, for the rants in my pants. Like, 10 years ago, I tried to find this guy. I was, like, incredibly obsessed with this song. And yeah. I don't know... I mean, it's obviously it's a great song, but I was obsessed with this with this song. And I tried to find the guy. <laughs> Shizu, like, Shizu! In, I wanted to interview him. <laughs> and I found out he was working at, like, this... Um, he was driving delivery for this printing company in Philadelphia. And I called there. You know, I called and asked to talk to him. I'm like, you know, I'm going to to him, you know, to Frankie Smith. And they're just like, they shut me down. They're like, oh, my uh, gosh. No. And I was like... That's weird. I would maybe he doesn't want to talk about his, you know, he's, he's sick of talking about it. But uh, I don't know. You know, he is responsible. Not they shut me down. I was, I was really, I, I gave up my quest. Just uh, like well, that. I understand, but he is responsible, yeah. not Snoop Dogg, for all the shizzle in my nizzles and bizzles and kizzles. You think so? Yep, because it, in that song, shizzle, shizzle. I might have to disagree with you on this. I, I mean, of course, really? he did do it in the song. Yeah. But Snoop is the one that people heard doing it. You know what I mean? It's like that's the one they're. No, he I took heard it from somebody first. else, but they're taking it from him. So I mean, it just depends how you look There's at it. There's a lot of non giving and taking in the world of rap. It's, yeah. Ramp is a, rap is a uh, sampling sport. Yeah, it is, sure. really. I think at its highest level, rap is a sampling sport. I think that 
nowadays, you know, you get you get more of the producers like playing instruments or, you know, producing people playing instruments. And that's cool. That's all good. But uh, I really prefer like the sample, the sample based style of rap. I think that that's kind of how, you know, that's how the art was originated. And it, it, I don't know, it, it needs to be retained more than it is. And I understand a lot of it's for legal reasons. You know, it's hard to get a hold of a sample. But um, yeah, that's where the art lies to me. That's where the art lies. It's a it's, it's definitely uh, a it's the art know, of ripping off style of art, you know. It's the art of ripping off and figuring out what the beats permitted is, and then putting your you, you record your own beats and put it to but, it. Listen to you. <laughs> hey, we got a new segment. We which did? Uh, which Brian? It would have been cool if you told me this before you decided to just like plunge into it. But we are going to plunge into it because you, you might not realize this. But I spend a lot of time getting ready for this. I get I get Gino Vega to come over, and we do the whole show. Really? Like, we did it this morning. We did it last night, and then we did it again this morning, the whole entire show. Please plug Just Gino Vega, by the way. Everything that I everything that I have said, I actually said yesterday. I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reading a transcript. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, plug, plug Gino Vega, by the way. I say. Well, we got the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast that's available on the IC Robots radio network at icrobots.com. He, he's another Santa Rosa chap like me, and his show you know, digs into like his past growing up in, in Bennett Valley, his past playing with the, the Invalids, the world-famous pop-punk group, the Invalids. He, cool. He's got, he's got a lot of tales, a lot of, a lot of worthy tales. As I understand it, his next episode is going to be about Saturday morning cartoons. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what shows he watched. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I hope he, hope he's working on it now. I was strictly Bugs Bunny. Or I did Bugs Bunny and Scooby, and then I got up, and, and, uh, and during all that, I would eat like ten Oreos and drink a gallon of juice. A gallon, almost. Do you, do you like the sugars? Are you like a, a sugar guy? I, I have the sugars. No, I don't have the sugars. Actually, um, yeah, I am. Uh, Oreos and orange juice are my favorite. I've been trying to drop like ten pounds. No, you know, I don't. It's not. It's not like the biggest deal in the world. But I've um, I've been trying to cut sugar out of my diet. I've been like sugar free for over a week now. Congratulations! And, oh my gosh, it's killing me. I I like the sugar. I like I like like candies, like like lemon heads. I like lemon drops. You know, like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, anything I, in a I, box that makes uh, clickety noises. Yeah, just I love like hard candies, and I'm trying to cut like all the sugars. And I've been, I I'm batting a thousand, but man, it's a. Uh, I am it's, it's not, an emotional dream. I understand. I I am not that. I am uh, addicted to things like uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. I love peanut butter cups. Reese's uh, sticks. You know the Reese's sticks was like do. a Kit Kat. I go. Have through, you heard my episode, the top five oh. candy bars of all the time? That was yeah. And your when your number one. Not Snickers. Um, it was Milky. Snickers. Was it? I thought it was Milky Way because that was my number one. That's why. No. Have you got through the colors yet? Top five colors? Halfway there. What color are you on? I didn't even hear the colors yet. I, I still am stuck at the Icy Robots. I ended up listening to something else last night. No offense. There was, well, I'm a little offended, but. Don't mention the colors, though. Don't ruin the show for me. Gonna, you're the worst. <laughs> Here's the worst right here. Have you ever actually played an episode of the Toys R Us report all the way through? Yeah. I don't believe you. What? Tell me one thing that's ever one thing that's ever happened on like any anything. Any one thing that's ever happened on the show. Just any anything. 
You can't. I, I did in the summer movie thing. You did do the summer movie thing, and people <laughs> no, people thought that was all right. But um, what did, what do you think, Jerry? <laughs> you see him going. Bleh! Cats are so gross. Like what? He, like you're letting him put his hands on your on your face. You don't like cats? I don't. You don't like cats? Say hi. Say hi. Good boy. All right. That was pretty good. You got to keep that meow in there. That no, I think I will. <laughs> that was like a real one. You could save that. That's a good good meow. Yeah, I have heard it all the way through. Um, haven't. Most no. of the time at the end, you're... Uh, the last couple I've listened to all the way to the end, there's there's like a ship thing going on where you have to get the ship straightened out. There's a lot of ship stuff going on. Yeah. Right and... Uh, I don't know how people feel about the ship stuff. I like it. but I like again, it myself. Well, if I had the time, I would do all ship stuff. The problem is, is my, number one, my memory sucks, and number two, the the show. When I'm listening to any show, really, I'm also in the middle of delivering, and mm-hmm. I'm not one to pause too many times. I'll get up and go deliver and come back, and then take off again. So I miss a lot of lumps. You deliver, yeah. I'm a pharmacy delivery boy. You ever take any for yourself? Not yet. Probably there, a few. There are nights. But, what are they called? Oxycontins? Cottons? Is it cotton or contins? Cotton, like you pick it. Mm. Is it that what it is? Oxy- Oxycontin. Oxycodone. Excuse me. No. Is oxy- Oxycodone. Is different. Oxycodone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that can make you... My dad was on that right before he passed away. Love Vicodins. Oh, I wish I had some right now. Like, every time I get prescribed, I'm like, ooh, this is cool, but they don't. They don't prescribe them enough. You know what it is? It's like sometimes, like, I, I haven't gone to the doctor in years. But if you ever go in there and you're like, I need this, you're not getting it. So it's like you got to, I don't know. <laughs> Can I have it, please? Why do you need it? They're like, I, I just like my back it. really hurts. Can I get a Vicodin? You will not. You know? <laughs> and then can I have something for depression because you won't give it to me? Yeah. Um, so what have you, we're going to do the section. What have we done? And now it's time for what? Have you done? We are we going back into the show now? Yeah. We, are we back in? Oh yeah. I didn't stop recording. You got to cut out all that stuff about how I'm addicted to Vicodins. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that anyway. That's right. <laughs> Keep it in. I don't care. It, don't worry. I'll make a good show out of it. Um, do you? You should let me do one. Well, you don't have all the stuff to make it. You don't put any like. I put in the music for Ransom. You haven't listened. No, I haven't. <laughs> Ransom your pants and the sidebar things, and then the <laughs> between our stories, and then the background. I hate the way my I hate the way my voice sounds in the background. Why does he hate your voice? What? Why? Because like the Toys R Us report voice, like I can do that voice. And this this is just like my real voice, so it's like it's it sounds weird to me. Ah, it's perfect. You know what it sounds like when I listen to it? What? It sounds like my brother. Because, like, when I do my show, I do a voice. I do a radio voice. It's my voice. But this show is, like, my voice, just my voice. And my voice and my brother's voice are really similar. So when I listen to it, it's like, it sounds like him. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it is weird. My brother's voice is nothing like mine. His is, Ours are really similar. His is all the way up here. He talks all the way up here. Well, this is called... Our, what? our production styles are, are different, which I think is... Yeah. What, this is called What Have We Done? And mm-hmm. what this is, is a segment where we ask each other's questions to see, you know, what is the, the coolest thing we've ever done 
And a you might not be able to tell, topic. folks, but we came up with this segment literally 45 seconds ago. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. This 55. is how good we are. We, we come up with things on the fly. The thing is, we forget the segments of the show every time. So each time, it's, it's a, a new, new discovery. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Brand new show. So you go first. What is your question? Kevin. Yay, buddy. I have a question. Hey. This is something this is what I was thinking about the other day because you know the last episode we talked about how I um how I met Robert Forster at that movie thing. And yes. I was thinking out of all the people that you've shaken hands with in your life, all the people you've met mm-hmm. in your long and illustrious life, who's the most famous person you've ever shaken hands with? The devil. Seriously. Oh. Um you, just, you ruined it. I went into that so hard and you just ruined it. Let me think. You're ruining it more now. Just keep going, Kevin. Keep going. Hey, there's edits, man. We're not editing this. Just go, Kevin. I think the in my Kevin life. Zer, in my who's life, who's the most famous person you've ever shaken hands with? I'll have to say it would be Stephen Vai. Steve Vai, the guitarist. Who is that? Oh, Steve Vai uh, is famous for playing in White Snake for a short stint. He he's the dude with the cowboy hat who's married to Heather Locklear. He right? is not. He is the one that was really, really big with his Passion and Warfare album. And I don't know what that is. he played you- in the movie Crossroads with uh, Ralph Macchio. Uh, he was the uh, the guy at the uh, end there who played incredible guitar, and he was supposed is to that beat him. Steve with a PH? Not I'm at all. Him up now. No. S T E V E V A I. Is he related to Joe Satriani? Uh, he actually was taught by Joe Satriani, but ended up playing a million times better. What is the name of that other guitar virtuoso whose name is like super hard to pronounce? Um, John Petrucci? No, like, it's like Y-N. Yingve Malmsteen. Yes. How do you say that again? Yingve. It's What's almost that like, guy's deal? Uh, he actually is from another land. What he, land is that? Westeros? He's Swedish, from Swedenland. Why doesn't he have any, like, vowels in his name? Uh, because they couldn't afford him. That's super weird. You would think that... Is that what if that's a common name in Sweden? Could be. I'm looking at him right now. He is actually six foot three, and his wife is named April. April Malmsteam. Steam. Malmsteam. Malm steam. Um, but Steve, I got to stand on stage with him because my friend bought me tickets to this concert, which yes. And I stood there and I was, mm-hmm. I was the, the, the guitarist that was with him, uh, Mike Keneally, who's another incredible musician was watching me do these, um, riffs while he was playing the riffs. And even though I'm air guitaring in the audience, I must have impressed him because he went over to Steve Vai and they point at me. And Steve Vai points at me and then gives me the come here finger. You know the come here finger? I do. I can see you doing it right now. Yeah, come here. And I was like, mm. me? And the person who bought the tickets, my buddy Anthony, uh, he pushes me up by my buttocks onto the stage. When was this? This was actually Thanksgiving Day 2001. 2001. I think it was 2001. Thanksgiving Day. I'll never forget that because the drum solo was played with drumsticks from a turkey. It was pretty cool. Um, Do you know that was actually on a Thursday? Yeah. Not, no, I don't know if you know that. Yeah, actually. Um, so <laughs> what? Process of elimination uh, because you had seven chances to get that right. 
Um, the yeah. the cool part was is that he did some freaky stuff. I did some freaky stuff. I pantomimed what he was doing, and then I just like woke up back in the audience again because I was in dreamland. But I remember shaking his hand and thinking. This man who is shaking my hand, his fingers are wrapping around my hand like ten times. It was like <laughs> he had massive hands, but he wasn't. This was that a Yignu Malmans ring. No, no, it was Steve Vai, and uh, it was who? amazing. And I got a pick from him when I when I shook his hand. He gave me his pick, uh, and I have that in a frame up here with the ticket and a picture of Steve Vai. Do you know what else happened that day? Josh Groban released his debut album, which is titled Josh Groban, as well as the 53rd annual NASCAR Sprint Cup, which was won by Jeff Gordon. And there was also a convention on cybercrime in Budapest, Hungary. All the same day. <laughs> All the, and the I, same I day that you got your buttocks touched by one of your friends. It's, it's such a cool thing because Steve I and I were talking about the Budapest thing. That's pretty cool. It's weird that he wasn't there. That he actually like fulfilled his you know his concert instead of because as I understand it, dude's one of the top top cybercrime analysis out there, right? <laughs> well said. I mean, I'm I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. It says besides besides wearing a cowboy hat and being married to Heather Locklear, that's not Yiku Malstream is the number one <laughs> cybercrime analysisist. Analysisist. Yeah. So I have a he question. doesn't do the analysis himself. He's in this. That's what you call an. Analysts assistant and analyst assistant. So I think you just spit on me and you're not even here. I'm not even. I don't. I, I don't do that. Oh, I have a question for you. For what? Yeah. What have we done? Mm-hmm. What is the furthest you've ever gone from your home? At in my life. In your life. In my life. Let's think about this for a second. I have only left the country twice, and both times. You were Old asked to. Were... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, hold on. You okay? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> was it that's that a good question? Uh, you stepped all over me. <laughs> Wait, that's what be- they... before you start. That's what they should call this show: the "He Stepped All Over Me" podcast with Kevin Zerb. <laughs> do, uh, do you know how to say my name right? Zerb. Zerby. But you always say Zerb. Well, they call me Zerb for short. What? Yeah. I think Zerb and Zerby are the same length. <laughs> That's like, yeah, my name's Kevin. They call me Kevin for short. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Gotta be... You really should just keep all this in. I will. I, just... I will. I, promise. I would just run all the way through. I don't even... <laughs> so, Kevin, you just... Well, hold on. Let me, let me get a good start. Okay. That's an interesting question. Where is the furthest? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, the answer is, you know, Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. I'm there. I'm there every week for the Toys R Us report. But if you mean, like, like here on Earth, you know, here on, on this planet, I have once, many moons ago, journeyed far and wide to, um, to Mexico City. My wife has, oh. she has family there, so we were there for a few weeks. This was many years ago. They went... They went again last year without me, which is kind of a bummer, but, you know, someone had to watch the dogs. And uh, it's, you know, that's that's probably it. I don't know how many miles that is. Let's take a look. Let's get in here and we will see distance. 
Go for it. You do that typing, and let me say one thing. After no, we're, after 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 while we're doing this, um, you have to answer the question about the most famous person you ever shook hands with, and I then know. I will tell you how far I've gone. It is. Are you ready? I did some typing. I did some calculating. I you know I got out my map. I got out a ruler. I figured it's like through. Oh, it's thirty-seven hours from where we are. I think that's by by foot and. It's a total of 2,252 miles. That's pretty far. It's pretty far to me. Did you drive or bike? I both. Wow. There, you get to, like, you drive as far as you can, then, you know, you got to abandon your car and bike the rest of the distance. You can only drive, like, five miles. It's, a little, it's pretty long. <laughs> That's terrible. Mm. It's rough going. You got to go through, you know, you got to go through cartel land. There's desert. It's, it seriously took, like, a month. Any, was, any Taco Bells in Mexico? That's a good question. I don't recall seeing any. There's a lot of McDonald's. Yeah. There. Oh, this is. Is that L McDonald's a, or? No, just just McDonald's. Okay. This is a. Uh, this is a little funny. The whole time we were there, you know, we stayed with um, her aunt and uncle. Right. And she had a uh, cousin that would take us around Mexico City, and she kept she kept saying to me, "Do you want to go to Starbucks? Do you want to go to Starbucks?" And I'm just like. Thinking books. that this was like, you know, a chain of bookstores called yeah. like Star Books. And then finally, the last day, we're in the airport and we're leaving. And she goes, do you want to go to Starbucks? And I go, what? And she points over to Starbucks. Of course. And I'm like, oh, I'm just like, that's it. You know, I didn't didn't put two and two together. I don't know why I didn't think that uh, <laughs> they would have. I just lost momentum on that one. But uh, I appreciate it. I would cut out the whole Starbucks. I think I will. <laughs> The whole thing is stupid. No. <laughs> Just delete the show. We'll the whole try show is stupid. Tomorrow. Another, um, good name for sh- another good name for a show. This whole show is stupid. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Wh- who is the most famous person you've ever shaken hands with? In my life. No. Like, like ever. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Um, there have been... There've been a couple uh, like pretty famous people. I have shaken hands with Charles Schultz. Whoa, he's a That's Santa Rosa win. native. That yeah. is gotta win because I, I am a huge fan of Charles Schultz. Well, I got a, I got another one. Okay, so that's good. I've uh, I shook hands with Muhammad Ali. Ooh, before the fight. So, what was that? Before the fight. This was many moons after his fighting career was over. It oh, was, okay. uh, then you would have won. San Francisco. We saw him, and I'm just like, oh my god, you're Muhammad Ali, a tough champ, and. Did you punch yes. him? I did not. Why would I do that? He's like 75 years old at the time. Kevin, that might be... You would have win. behavior might fly in Connecticut, but it just doesn't fly here in California. We don't... I'm just saying you could have won. And then I don't, how would that Honestly, I don't even know if I could. To would know you see, that you beat Muhammad Ali. Would you see him in person? He's a lot bigger than you imagine. Like He's a pretty tall-looking dude. Pretty tall, lanky-looking dude. He... He threw a couple jabs at me. I was able to evade one. The second one caught me flush. And it <laughs> hurt. <laughs> hurt. So that's but really it was cool more, to shake it was his like hand. a slapping hurt than like a thudding hurt. So no, I was all right. <laughs> Did you overact when he hit you so you could make him feel better? Did he giggle when you fell on the floor or something? I, I fell onto the floor and I, I kind of thrashed around a bit. You know, you Good. Wanna, just to make him feel better. Feel, yeah. yeah. Who else did you shake hands with? So far, Charles Schultz is winning. Charles Schultz, uh, Muhammad Ali. I shook hands with 
I shook hands with Steve Garvey. You know Steve Garvey, the baseball player. He played for okay, the. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I shook hands with him. I have shaken hands with. Let me think about this. Sure. We go to a lot of like uh, conventions, like comic conventions. For a while, we were going to comic conventions like all the time, and you, like yeah. there's all these weird goofball celebrities there. I've shaken hands with Neil Adams, the comic book artist. I've shaken hands with R. Crumb, oh, yeah. the oh. comic book artist R. Crumb. Yeah. that was a good one. Um, I've shaken hands with Cheeto Vega, which is, which is something. Um, I have shaken hands with Michael Dorn from Michael Star Dorn. Trek. He oh, was dwarf, yeah, 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 dwarf yeah. on Star Trek. I'm trying to think who he else have I actually? Oh, he? you know, I shook hands with no Michael Dorn's still around. I saw him on I saw him on TV the other week. I Sorry. saw it was a rerun, but I'm assuming he's still with us. Uh, I shook hands with uh, Don Fry, the UFC fighter, MMA superstar Don Fry. Nah, it doesn't uh, count. Him. Shook hands with Michael Bell. He was the voice of uh, Duke on GI Joe. Um, hmm. All kinds of people. So far, Charles Schultz is the winner. I don't know. I think Muhammad Ali, but I think that's Muhammad a Ali is a good. Um... This is why I give him the nod in this. Okay, if you took the two and you put them side by side, people are going to visibly recognize Muhammad Ali a lot more. That's a good Spartan. point. That is a good point. Yeah, you're absolutely he's, right. Schultz was, you know, he's like an unassuming guy. He's not not the biggest guy. White hair, glasses. He had like a red sweater. He. You know, he is a Santa Rosa native, and when he when he was around, you would see him, not all the time, but you would see him from time to time, and his, hmm. you know, his wife is with him all the time, and he, he's like a private dude, he doesn't really, you know, he didn't want to be messed around with so much, like in his hometown, and when you would see him, like, his wife was always running interference, you know, like, tourists would always be trying to get up in his grill, and his wife was always just like, no, no, no. You know, let's 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 let Sparky eat his lunch. Let Sparky eat his lunch. You know, just leave him alone. Leave him alone. And I was lucky enough to see him by him by himself once. It was this was when I was at the movie theater. Oh, when I worked at the movie theater, he used to come in all the time and see stuff. And once I was able to catch him, that is awesome. And and ruin his anonymity, I guess. In a sense, I regret it at this point because I know that he didn't want dudes stepping to him, and I stepped to him. But what are you going to do, man? You're you're in the public eye. I. My furthest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Kevin, where's the furthest you've ever been from your home? Oh, God. Ever, like in your life. Well, when I lived in Virginia. Uh-huh. When I, I lived ch- in Virginia, I once went to North Carolina. I once went. I actually went further. I went down to Florida and then all the way out. Like 20 miles. Kevin. And all the way out to... Uh, Nebraska from Virginia, which was a three-day trip, and then all the way up to Kanamada. Have you heard of You've Kanamada? been to Canada? Yeah. I have never been. Beautiful. Beautiful place. You, Clean. You know what? Tom I, I need to get everywhere. Tim Horton. I need to cut you off. I need This is important. I need to cut you off. I just did a bit of research. Yes. And I have found, we, we've been to Hawaii. We have been to Hawaii twice, and... That's far. It's about 30, 30 miles farther, so... I take everything I said about Mexico City back. I've been to Hawaii. Sorry. Now, do they have Taco Bell in Hawaii? Yeah, they do. Do they have Spam Tacos? They did not, pineapple. as far as I know, but I didn't go in. Oh. Have you been to Hawaii? Not yet, but my daughter has. She spent a Should. semester great. of uh, college there. Really great. I oh, wish I yeah. I wish I was there now. Awesome pictures. Awesome everything. This. A lot of NASA stuff over there. I'm super sorry I interrupted you. Let me 
Let me take over. Let me just host for a second. I'll, I'll just, let me let me just. Kevin, Please. When you were in Canada, what did you find was the biggest difference between the land up north and the land down here? The land down under the north. Kilometers versus miles. It, the the switchover on on speed limits. The side of the road you're supposed to drive on. Freaking Is it? Out. It's the opposite in Canada. I wasn't sure about that. There was areas where it seemed to be opposite, and other areas where it wasn't, and it was hard to tell because the. It's almost London-esque when I was there. I don't know. Uh-huh. If, uh, How long changed. ago was this? This was in the 90s. In the 90s, I went up with a hockey team. Oh, that, were you yourself a hockey player? I was not. I was. Uh, f- I worked at the U.S. Botanic Gardens in D.C. The oh, guy, the guy, Yeah, the guy who gave me my name, Zerbinator, his mm-hmm. name was Wally, and he played for a team called the Seals. A very Rob Schneider-esque person this wally as i understand it yeah that's right and uh he he took us up there well me up there wasn't us yes. he took his team and and asked me you want to go to canada i said i love to go to canada she took me up there i got to experience it i purchased a capitals jersey back then the uh capitals were actually a, a worthwhile team no offense right. back and in the day back in the day and uh i got a jersey for three bucks because i bought it in because it was a capitals jersey. it was a capitals and in the maple leaf uh stadium Really, the Maple Leaf Stadium is where they played, and uh, we got to go around. I went up in the CN Tower, and uh, the CN Tower has no floor but glass. When you get what to was the that top, like? that nervous? scared the crap out of me. I wasn't told really? that that's what was up there. I, nobody told me. I got off the elevator, I start walking, and they're like, "Kevin, Kevin," and I'm like, "What?" And I look over, and I notice that the, there's light emulating from underneath us. And I look down, and I almost Heavenly. poop my pants. Almost. Because I could you see just said that you did a second ago. Almost. Like Kevin. And uh, that was it. But it was nice. The money exchange was uh, we were richer than they were. Which Kevin. I, what? Let me ask you this. Please. Do they have Taco Bells in Canada? They do. But do you know what they call them? They call them La Taco Bell. No. I know this for a fact. No. No? They'll call them... Uh, you don't have an answer. You're... They call him a hey, Taco Bell, no. eh? How far into Canada did you go, Kevin? Uh, Toronto, Mississauga, and uh, one more city I can't remember. How long were you there for? We Ottawa. We were there for um, about a week. What was the weather like? Very cold and wet. What, what, uh, what time of year was it? It would have been mid-November-ish. So it was I... probably fairly cold. Yeah. Hey. Do you or have you ever watched the famed Canadian teen drama Degrassi Junior High? Never. Never once? Are you familiar? No, I don't think I would want to watch it because I don't trust Canada. They're too close. That's weird. Kevin. It's like America's hat and they, they know something about us. It's totally racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you were in Canada, yes. besides the kilometers, what were some other dissimilar notions between the two places. What about food? Food 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 was much better. I almost had a panic attack eating a lobster. It's a lot like living in Maine, I would think, because um, going up through these northern New England states, I've noticed the similarities. And there's a lot of fish, good fish. There's a lot of um, uh, meat and potatoes kind of areas, and it's it's that. Um, Do you get a lot of good seafood in Connecticut? Oh, yeah. Like lobsters and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I have a question. Sure. This is, like, this is actually a question that should be directed to Ferg, but I don't have Ferg's ear at the moment. So I'm going to ask you. 
He has what to come the on this show. What the heck is uh like? He's always talking about him like it's a crab roll, a lobster roll. What the, heck, what the heck is that? All right, lobster roll is when you take lobster and you roll it and then put it in bread. So lobster rolls are mm-hmm. lobsters that are rolled up in a bread thing and then shoved into a hot dog bun, and it's overly buttered. It's delicious. And it just makes you drool. McDonald's actually had them for a while for seven ninety nine. Hold on, hold on. It's lobster, like breaded lobster, like a breaded lobster hot dog. Yeah. Hold on, I need to see a picture of this. It's, sure. It's delicious. I love them. Lobster roll. Yeah, that seems like what it is. It's like a lobster yeah. hot dog. And what brand is the brand that he prefers? Isn't that the deal? There's like I like Morton's or whatever. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry for... no, no, this is pork roll. You're talking about pork, pork roll. roll. Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah, pork roll is Taylor. Taylor versus... Don't, t- don't tell uh, me what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm trying to. What you ever is... eat... No. Is it called Scrapple? Do you ever eat that? Never. Ugh. That's goop. That's like intestinal crap. I thought it was the same thing. Not pork at all. Pork roll is a pork-based processed meat originating and commonly available in New Jersey, New York, Delaware... In parts of Pennsylvania and Maryland. It was developed in 1856 by John Taylor and sold as Taylor Ham. And they fight over case pork roll, they being uh, Mark David Little and uh, Ferg. Uh, joking. Is that the guy who shot John Lennon? Yeah, Mark David Little. Um, they, they, they. Uh, I thought that was funnier than. I'm sorry. It, I giggled. <laughs> That was good. Um, Should have hooted. That was had some hoots in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I expected, but you gave me more of a. Hmm. <laughs> um, they jokingly fight over that case pork it looks roll. Like, is it like lunch meat? Like you slice it up? I would think that it's a roll of pork. I would love to grill one. It sounds like something awesome. I'm yeah. looking at pictures right here. It's a Taylor pork roll. You know what? There's more pork roll talk on your like pantheon of shows than you would ever, ever dream. Because it's a code. It's code for something. I don't even want to know. I think I I have an idea. You guys are fairly close. I can understand you talk about pork rolls, what you mean, but you don't have to like go in that direction on the on this show. This isn't that podcast. This isn't the uh, pork roll podcast. Or maybe it is. It's becoming (laughs) gross. Can you Skype for again right now? Is he available? No way, he's sound asleep. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Hello, Ferg? <laughs> Be like, what the hell you want? What is your favorite brand of pork roll, Ferg? And why? I wish I could call him, but no, he won't be up until about... Uh... I thought you would do a Ferg imitation. I threw it to you and he just like... Oh, 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 I'll do that. Okay. Here we I'm go. Sorry. The, mo- the moment's gone. No, I'll do it right here. I'll edit the right gone. in. I lost it. Ferg impression. Uh, Taylor. <laughs> what? Taylor. <laughs> 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 Here's my Ferg impersonation. I'll give it to you. Um, it's uh, I, I think a, a Taylor would be good. Maybe maybe a Taylor. Uh, I like Taylor, and it's because it's good. And uh, I don't know. Is it good? I think it's good. I don't. I don't know. Let me ask. Let me ask you about it. this. Is me, Doug McCoy. Uh, what what what's the difference between a Taylor pork roll and the other variety of pork roll? But this is all in good fun. Don't get don't get upset. <laughs> no. I, not funny. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap this puppy up. I think we, I think we can put a cap on this. I think we can go ahead and screw the lid back on. I'm, I'm on eBay for a second. I'm trying. I, I put in. I want. Sorry, I collect comics. 
Yeah. And I put in an offer. This guy had this comic I want, and he wanted nine ninety nine. I shot him an offer of five seventy five because, like, altogether with shipping, that would be like ten bucks. Yeah. Right. And he counter offered at seven sixty five. Should I say sure or nay? What do you think? Counter offer with uh, six six forty five six <laughs> six fifty. It's kind of fun to nickel and dime dudes over just like. 50 cents. <laughs> Hold on. I need the best deal I can get. How about what did you say? 650? Yep. It's a good comic. It's the first appearance of Misty Knight. Hey, Kevin. Yo. I dig doing this with you. It's fine. It's like, it's fine. It doesn't bother me. It's okay. I got, you know, I got some time. But, dude, I got to get going. Can we just, like. Oh, sure. I don't, got, I don't necessarily have anything to do. I just want to get to doing it. You know what I'm saying? What I mean to say. Like, uh, you want to? You want to try to say? I don't want to do this anymore. I got. You're waiting to wait. I got. I got to hurry up and get to doing nothing. As gotcha. Well, I always tell Shelly I have to get to bed because I got to get up tomorrow. Who is that? My wife. Uh, what is your wife's name by chance? I can't say. Uh, Mrs. She doesn't. Roboticist. She's a good person. Make up a it's name. Like I can't. I can't drag her through the mud. I can't I, drag her through this. I understand. You know? Well, let's just call her Evelyn from now it's on. Not. Is that her name? Let's just, look, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, Kevin. Let's just leave it at that. Gross. Right? Okay. This is like, you're you're treading on some thin ice right now. Oh. I'm one of those guys. I don't even list, I don't even... So talk about my family, Kevin. Well, my wife, I always tell her, mm-hmm. honey, I got to get to bed because I got to get up tomorrow. She's a real person? I kind of thought that this was kind of, you know, part of the... Kevin Wait a minute, Zerk. I'm not allowed to talk about your family and all of a sudden you start making fun of my wife. No, I thought it was like the Kevin Zerbaverse, you know, where you're just like, you know, you have all these characters that you interact with on your show. But this is like real life stuff. Am I a Zerbivore? No, but this is like real stuff. You like really. Mm. She's real. Mm. It's all sleight of hand. That's what I was. I, I wasn't sure. It's like, you know, a lot of people say a lot of different things on a lot of different shows. You know, you know, you don't know what's work, what's real. It's just I don't know. It's the magical land of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You know what I got to end the show with? What? Join us mm-hmm. next time when Brian says. Brian says. Are you, do you do you play songs when this is over? Is this one of these? I haven't. I've never. I've never heard one. But uh, you? No, I, I cut out on the pretentious because this is really that's Why? too much. Because the show is already long enough. I didn't want to. Is it time to? Yeah. From what I hear, people want more. Do they? Yes. No, I don't know. They probably want less. Can you keep it down to 10 minutes or less? Yeah, I can do that. There's the 10 minute podcast. It's a 10 minute show that takes three hours to record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You leave in all the burps and. You know what you could do is time stretch it down to three minutes. That would be awesome. I wonder what that would sound like. Couldn't be worse. <laughs> so is that, is that your final statement? That's the final statement. <laughs> Join us next time when Brian says. Could be worse. Couldn't be worse. Couldn't be so worse. I forget. I don't know, man. <laughs> you always you throw this to me every time, and I don't know what you want from me. Do you want me to like make up some kind of like? Eh, see you guys next time, or what? Like I don't. You got to be profound. You got to come up with some profound saying. I got, I got this. Isn't the profound podcast? Every show I do, there's the other person has to say something that will. Linger. I think that we should flip the script, and we're going to go. And until next time, Kevin Zerby says, "Frank Sinatra can sing." 
you know, I gotta like. I'm not gonna say he can't sing, but I honestly, I like, I've never understood the appeal of the dude. I mean, he's he, like, he's a cool looking <sighs> guy with like these cool Rat Pack guys. Dude, shut but up. But then he gets on the mic and he's just like. Dun, 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 dun. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.